Hi there, this is Millie Lord at Skills Alliance and welcome to Recruitment 101, our brand new podcast series. So today we're kicking it off with wellness in recruitment, which is a absolute pivotal topic at the moment in recruitment and something that we're really passionate about at Skills Alliance. So I'm sat here today with Jason Linney. He is our Learning and Development Associate Director and looks over everything learning and development wise in recruitment and is the wise owl of well-being in <laughs> recruitment so welcome jason <laughs> thank you the wise the wise owl thank you thank you for not saying wise old owl i appreciate that <laughs> uh, it's my job to make sure that everybody here is upskilled uh, in a variety of different ways not just technically not just about the people's market for which we want people to be market specialists but also that they are mentally robust um, the job of a recruitment consultant is traditionally not the easiest of paths to take it is one of the most rewarding but there's a lot of hard work and so and, and, and a lot of um, adventures to be had let's put it that way um, so thank you, Jason. No problem. Uh, for that lovely, lovely summary. You have absolutely not done yourself justice. <laughs> uh, but moving on to the first question. So what mindset do you think you need to have to go into a new role in recruitment, a new company, and even potentially a, a brand new city? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to, to, to join recruitment, we have many people who, uh, who join us who have recently graduated. Um, and, as, and as a result of that, um, it's quite a transition. So it's not just coming in to learn a brand new job and within that job to then become the market specialist of that job. Um, but it's also taking into account that many people, having graduated, will have only experienced um, the school system, the, uh, the university educational system, um, and, um, and, and not many that join us will have actually spent any time in a corporate environment. Um, I, added to which many people actually move to London to come and join us. So there's, there's kind of three or four really big starts there in people's in, uh, mind. So there's definitely an open-mindedness. There has to be an open-mindedness. Uh, what they're doing is a brave thing. It's, it's a really brave thing to come to a new city. It's a really brave thing to start a brand new job where the rules of life are slightly different from the ones that we've all grown up with. University in particular. University <laughs> in particular. When yeah. there wasn't really any rules. Where there was no was rules, there? when there was absolute anarchy. Yes. Um, however, I mean, there was definitely anarchy socially, but um, the, the educational system by its very nature turns around and says, um, do this, go away, do it right, come back, get a tick, you know, um, mm -hmm. and we'll then give you a certificate of hurrah, you're brilliant. Um, how big is the tick? How, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a huge tick. Um, but when you join the work environment, things are considerably different. Um, and so that's why an open mind to this completely new paradigm is absolutely critical, you know. Um, and I would say the other raw material that you'd have to come in with is a certain amount of, a certain element of bravery. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, it's a big deal. 
There's no doubt about it. You Absolutely. Know? And the, the day that, or the night before you start the new job, you, you wonder, have I done the right thing? Has everything led up to this? You know, there's some big existential stuff that comes, around, uh, comes about whenever we talk to people um, and whenever we get them on board. So yeah, I would say initially be open-minded and be brave. Do you think that if people come in with expectations, it's worse? Or do you think people should come in with a completely blank sheet and no expectations at all? Um, well, I mean, anybody who's generally got a job with us will have, will have hoped done some, some um, research. You'd like to think so. Well, definitely would <laughs> like to think so. <laughs> so. So there's going to be some expectations as to what it is, you know. Um, but it's one of those things that it kind of has to be felt <laughs> as mm. opposed to, to talk about. Um, so it's, it's wise to, like I say, do, the, do the, the homework, but be prepared just to see a different way of things. I think that's very, very important. Um, yeah. So it's a little bit of both, I would say. A little mm -hmm. bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Bit of a mixture then. Bit of a mix. Open-mindedness and Open bravery. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, to just kind of be prepared, but be, but be flexible. Mm. Ah, there we go. Be prepared, flexible. but be flexible. Yeah. One of our values um, is agility. Um, and so right from the word go, I think it's really important that people exercise some form of mental agility. Uh, and, and as a result, if, if, if we can do that, if we can be, if we can, if we can bend like a reed or mold ourselves like water, like Bruce Lee said, <laughs> then that's better than having very, very strong, very set, very, um, hardened opinions of the way things should be. I mean, yeah, that, that, I think that's probably how I came into this role. And I know that I'm not a recruiter, mm. but you know, it's, it's still coming into a brand new industry that I had no knowledge about. Mm. And I, I came in, yeah, just knowing that flexibility was probably going to be the main thing. Absolutely you key. Know, completely go out of your job, job description sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Prepare for the unknown. Yeah. And be willing. And be willing, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and I think one of the also the one of the things that people struggle with the most whenever they they, they they join. And again, you know, without getting too political, I think that the educational system has a lot to blame for this. Is people come in with a very set perfection model in their head. Um, what do I mean by that? Well, it's either wrong or right. I'm either a success or a failure. You know, I have to be the best or I'm nothing. You know, and unfortunately, life isn't generally like that. Um, and it's a very, very brittle model to work yourself onto. That's really bad English. A brittle model. It's a, it's a very brittle model um, because it doesn't take into account um, little baby steps it doesn't take into account i mean there's so many ways of putting it the japanese call it kaizen continuous improvement um there's margin in sports they call it marginal gains you know it's wherever you look there's always little baby steps and there's always you know you've either done it successfully or 
you've learnt, and and it's and it's learning to not be so uh, hard on yourself whenever whenever things don't always go well, because things won't go well. How do you believe that you can help someone's first stage of their new journey into recruitment? Well, I mean, we have the, we have the traditional um, uh, graduate academy when people join us where we teach people the core technical skills to be able to do the job, to be able to talk to candidates, to clients, to understand their market, you know, that's all a given. But what we do is we will always throw in the mental journey that people have to undertake. And right from the word go, we explain to people that it's going to be a bumpy ride, you know, and it will be very naive to say otherwise. And although, like chess, it can take a few weeks to learn the basics, it can take some time to, uh, afterwards to learn the nuances of, of, of the situation. And getting them to understand that they're, you know, they're working with products that talk back. And you're working with two sets of people that have two sets of agendas. But the most important thing is to get, people, to get them to understand that they're dealing with people. I think that's the most important thing. And fundamentally, all humans want the same kind of things. So it doesn't really matter when somebody's a candidate or somebody's a client, we treat them as a human with human wants and needs and motivations and desires. So that's part of that. But also there's the internal journey that they have to go on. Um, and I mentioned before the jarring transition and for the first couple of weeks, it's all very nice and it's all very jolly and, you know, we all learn our stuff and we all learn in a safe environment and that's brilliant. But after, I call it the honeymoon, after the honeymoon is over, that's when people realise that actually this is, this is a proper job. Mm. I've got to be at work on time. And I am obligated to people and those people are obligated to people and so I'm part of a big, bigger process. I'm part of something bigger. It's also understanding that the workforce has long hours. Yeah. And so people get tired very, very quickly. And when people are tired, that can make an emotional journey even more emotional. So it's like, well, how do we look after ourselves? And I think that's very important. And, and how do we steel ourselves for the inevitable ups and downs of recruitment? It's, for, it's not for nothing that they call recruitment uh, champagne and razor blades. And, and people say it glibly, and I've heard that phrase for years and years and years. Um, and, it's, and it's quite dark. But it, it's, it's you know, metaphorically the truth. Uh, one day you could be riding high and everything's going amazingly and it's, everything's wonderful. And the next day it can all come crashing down around you. And quite often we have to explain to people that this isn't an if it happens, it's when it happens. And it's just an inevitable part of being in a job and, and getting things wrong. Mm. <clears throat> and I suppose it's the first time you've sort of experienced a different kind of stress. Yes. I mean, at uni, you might stress that you're starting your paper the night before it's due or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a personal one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For everybody. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you are in the in the working life, it, the stress is different. The stress is that you, you what you're doing is actually now affecting this this 
big company with all of these other people in it mm. and it's it's just shared stress almost because yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not just you if, if you all underperform your team underperforms mm. the company underperforms yeah, yeah. and it's all on that yeah and i think one of the biggest challenges that people actually have is thinking that the whole world is disintegrating because they've done something wrong and it takes a while for some people to understand that things going wrong is part of the process. It's baked into the process. I would consider, um, I would consider what I do to be a failure if somebody hasn't gone wrong in the first couple of months on multiple occasions. Well, they'll never learn if you don't go wrong. <laughs> Basically, that's the that's the crux of it, and you'll never learn. But also, it doesn't it uh, it doesn't um, equip people for the inevitable failure later on. Mm. Um, and I've said so many times, you know, it's I don't I don't judge people by how successful they are. I will judge somebody by how well they have recovered, they have bounced back, and they have learnt from a failure. Because when it happens, it can hit hard. And by all means, you feel grumpy about it. By all means, have a pity party. I, I have no problem with that. But that has to have a, an end date. That has to have an expiry date. We can't just wallow in that mindset because it's not doing you any good. It's not, not trying to be, you know, Positively toxic, or sorry, toxic positivity—that's what they call it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I'm not, you know, not, I'm not going to say everything's perky. <laughs> everything's sunshine and roses. Oh yeah. Um, but I am saying let's be realistic, and let's control what we can control, and that's our reaction to things. Because a lot of things that happen to us in the recruitment world are largely we have no control over. Absolutely not. How you react to it's what you had no control over. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The Stoics, back in in Roman times, they they built a whole ethos on this, on understanding that the the one thing that you have is your control over how you react to something. Um, and then moving forward a few millennia, Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> A personal fave. <laughs> exactly. Said, and I loved, I loved this because it was so profound, but it was just chucked out there. He said, um, it's not, it's not your problem. This oh, let's get this right. He said, it's, the problem isn't the problem. The problem is your attitude to the problem. That sounds very Jack Sparrow. It does, doesn't it? It sounds really Jack Sparrow. <laughs> if you hadn't told me where that comes <laughs> from, I reckon I'm going to give a stab in the dark at Jack Sparrow there. <laughs> but, it's, but it's so true. It it's is. Just, it's so profound, you know, that I've used that many, 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 many a time. Yeah. Absolutely. W would you say then, I suppose moving from that, would you say that's the main aspect that people fall at when, when moving, doing this move to the new job and the new company? And, you know, have you had an experience that... You know, someone hasn't necessarily settled in straight away, and maybe the advice you gave them, where you know, what exact hurdle had they fallen at? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it does take longer for some people than others. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, for some people, they they can't remove themselves from that perfection mindset, um, and that that fierce, fierce um, desire to succeed and be the best actively gets in the way of them doing well. Mm. 
because they can't consider anything other than being the best. Um, so, so yeah, for some people, it's just it's it's an uh, uh, unsurmountable task. But for others, I you know, it's a it's a real cliche, but I say, um, you've got to trust the process. Yeah. You've got to trust in the fact that we know you're going to fail, and we're there for you, and we'll pick you up. We just again need your bravery and your willingness. It's, I mean, it's quite ironic when you think about it and you think of all of the, you know, the people that have been here a little longer, like the principals, the managers, the leads, and you think, you know, you say you can't be a perfectionist and you have to leave that behind, yet there's such a competitive culture it, here right. in recruitment. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So you have to drop it, but, you know, once you get there, it, it comes back. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, again, I think um, Bruce Lee said, you know, come at this with a beginner's mind. And I'm loving all your film references. I know. <laughs> I know. I get to drop them all yeah, now. Yeah, very knowledgeable. But, um, <laughs> yeah, beginner's mind always. You know, it, but that's not. To be honest, not just Bruce Lee. That's that's a that's a a, a, a monk phrase. That's yes, a, a good mantra. A good guru phrase yeah. is well. I mean, and following on from that, they say you no. Know, it's very difficult to fill a cup that's already full. All right. Well, I'm taking you to the next pub quiz because <laughs> <laughs> we know all of the all of the good quotes I here. Know them all. I'm going to be in the, in the toilet googling the answers. Um, <laughs> but but it's but it's so true, really. Um, and I know that the people who I've seen being blindingly successful are the ones that are, are humble about not getting things wrong. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, you know, years and years ago, I was helping my friend of mine move his gym and they, they, we had those, you know, those plates that you, you, you have where you, you, you stack them on top of each other and then you do your pull downs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, the big, yeah. big old weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to move each of those individually because I had to take them all out. And he said, oh, don't drop, don't drop that, don't drop that. I was like, what's it made of? He says, iron. I said, don't drop it. Iron is not the strongest material. He said, yeah, but if you drop it, it'll shatter. Right. And I, I, I thought that's a really interesting thing that, that that's going to shatter, and yet that's so strong. And yet you've got something like a reed, which is we, reedy and weedy, right? <laughs> and it's unbreakable. Yes, it is. It's unbreakable because it bends. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, that strength and like just formidable, powerful strength, I will not be broken, can be shattered. Mm. So that this flexibility of thought is everything. It's, it is everything. Yeah. You know, and oh, who was it? Um, it's, it's a really... You're going to have another one now? I've got another one, but it's not, it's not a film one this time. This is actually Charles Darwin. He said, of, he said it is not the strongest of the species that will survive, but the one, uh, or the fastest, I'm, I'm probably getting this all wrong, um, but the one most adaptable to change. I've heard that. That rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's a cracker, you know. Again, it brings back the adaptability to that. Mm. Um, and so those people who have changed, who have been adaptable, um, they will always persevere. And they're consistent. Yes. They will always, always persevere. They will always uh, go head and shoulders above the crowd. Do you think that within that someone has to sort of respond well to, to pressure as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing that people have to come to terms with when they first join is is overwhelm. Mm. It, it's a lot. 
Well, I, we're bringing my saying in now. Yes. My favourite one is, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. Yes. And then, you know, when they're made, they're the strongest thing there is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, the, the amount of stuff that we have to carry in our heads when we first start a new job. Um, on top of that, of course, you're, join, not just, you're not just joining a new job, you're not just coming to London, you're having, but, you know, you're, for many people, they're starting a new social life. You know, a whole new, just a new life. A whole new life. Yeah, a new, a, a yeah. new living way. You know, you new haven't got your mum there to, yeah, to yeah. do your washing right. <laughs> or yeah. cook your dinner. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You know, it's going to take you a little while before you start getting sniffy about which zone you go to and stuff like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so there is a tremendous amount of information that's coming in and needs to be processed. You know, again, both both technically, mentally, emotionally, um, and so. It's tr teaching people to try and be kind to themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a hard task to do. I mean, it sounds easy, but <clears throat> easier said than done. It's one of the, exactly, yeah. it's one of the hardest. If we could master that, everyone would be happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. absolutely. Um, but people, people's discipline goes awry, and people are, uh, something I've noticed is people are really, really hard on themselves. Mm. Harder on themselves than I think they would ever be with a friend or a member of their family. Absolutely, and I've, I've particularly, as sort of, not I don't want to say outsider, but as someone that's in the recruitment industry but not a recruiter, mm. I think it's easy to spot when someone is being far too hard on themselves, you Absolutely. know? You'll be talking to someone and they'll almost be slating themselves. Right. And I think, what? What's going Which on? We've done all of this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are I you know. doing? Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that it's, it is crazy. So I've, I, I've had to talk to many people, you know, um, and, and, and people, they come to me when they're not feeling so great. Um, and I've had to talk many people around and try and highlight to them how they are actually treating themselves and to understand that that kind of behavior is going to do nothing but be a self-fulfilling prophecy mm -hmm. and we've just got to cool it we've just got to calm it down you know mm. um, it, I'm not gonna lie it doesn't help <laughs> people when whenever they are joining a new and they're new friends and there's new exciting you know london's a very exciting city absolutely you know so you know recruitment has always been a traditionally cliched work hard play hard yes all right yeah, i can see you smiling you can see where i'm going with this <laughs> all right um and sometimes people do forget the work hard bit play too hard and they play a little too hard um, and as a result of that, um, they burn out very, very, very quickly because it's just simply not sustainable. Absolutely. If there's, if there's one big takeaway I can get from my first ever year in London, it is rest. Rest. You, you cannot yeah. play hard. Yeah, absolutely. Rest. Yeah. Give I yourself that time to actually, to actually rest. Completely. Um, and, and it's something that younger people don't tend to do because there's a perception that they are invincible absolutely um but you know having to talk to a client first thing in the morning you know having to prepare for pitches um having a good to hurdle that people fall out <laughs> absolutely and there's there's no getting around that no. but but of course if you're doing that and you're up till three o'clock every single morning um living it up you'll burn out so quick absolutely so so quick and and time and time again i've had people come to me and they're husks 
um, and but like you really really do need to to calm yourself so yeah it's uh, and uh, and also from a mental health perspective it's probably one of the worst things that you can do you know just for yes i think it's life. probably the most common it is the <laughs> most common yeah yeah i absolutely. think you know we've probably both fallen yeah and learn from it absolutely and i've been guilty yeah. of it myself like many many years we never had the phrase anxiety then it's a, it's a new one that I... It's a great one, isn't it? I've learnt, yes. Um, so, anxiety is definitely uh, definitely a thing. And it only just... It compounds. It compounds and it compounds and it compounds. Um, not that I'm saying that I don't think people... I think people sh- should actively have a good social mm-hmm. life. Celebrate their successes. Celebrate their successes. Because, Absolutely. you know, quite often they're hard won. Um, so, by all means, do that. Um, but you're just inviting a world of kind of mental health pain mm. and overwhelm and anxiety um, if you go to crackers. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. So what part of, you know, this new, this new journey that people are taking do you believe is the most crucial stage to achieve success? I think the foundation's at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. The mindset. Yeah, the foundations at the beginning. Completely, completely, completely. Because if you've got that, if you get that right, everything else will fall into place. If your mind's in the right place, everything else is teachable. Mm -hmm. But that definitely has to be worked at. That has to come from you. Certainly, I'm there to help, and all the team here are. um, But. In the end, for all the techniques and all the meditation that we teach and all that kind of stuff, it will only work if other people have put in the work. It can't be a passive process. Do you think that recruitment is for everyone? Or do you think you have to have a certain, you know, mindset already? Or do you think it's something that can be taught and trained? I don't think recruitment's for everybody. No. Mm-hmm. It's not. But the same as astrophysics isn't for everybody. Or... Tried that one. Yeah, exactly. Tried to found that one at A level. Some people are innately drawn to a certain way and some people aren't. Um, so being true to yourself in that regard is very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mindset can be learned. Yes. Because to say otherwise would be to fall into a a victim mentality, you know, and a circumstantial mentality. And, and and the reality is, you know, some of the most successful people in the world have come from the hardest of environments. And some of the least successful people in the world have come from the most privileged. So I don't, I don't want to turn around and say that it, you know, you've either got it or you haven't. Yeah. You, you might either like it or you don't. But it doesn't mean to say that you can't do the job. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I certainly, when I joined here, my mindset has completely changed. How from so? Just, you know, just uh, from actually, from yourself. It's almost as if you, you planted that one. <laughs> <laughs> Me? No, never. <laughs> um, no, my, my mindset when I first joined, I thought I was quite stubborn. I thought I was quite set in my ways. I was quite loud. I interrupted everyone all the time. I was quite fiery. Mm. And whilst 
I don't want to admit it, but I am still quite fiery. Mm -hmm. I now have this newfound patience mm. that I've gained. And I, I don't know if it's from meditation, mm. whether it's from all of the various courses I've done with you, mm. like even disc training and identifying your faults when you have them mm. and things like this. I think that I've become a much more patient person and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm very stubborn at all now mm. and I'm willing to just sort of take on anything that comes my way. Mm. Absolutely anything. And even if I haven't got the foggiest idea mm. how to go about it, I'll try. And I, I don't think that's something I came in with. And I, I actually great. think that that's now probably one of the most important. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like a, a can-do attitude, isn't it? That's yeah. what we say, it's a can-do attitude. Um, is, is, is super important. It's strange, years and years and years ago, when I was, you talk about the DISC behavioral assessments, I did, um, I, I used to do uh, emotional intelligence assessments as well. And after a while doing that, I, I, I wondered what it was that made the top performers the top performers and the people who left us, um, what, what, what were they constructed of? What were they made of from an emotional intelligence point of view? Mm -hmm. So I did a bit of a meta-study and I got all the assessments together and it transpires it was not what I was expecting um, because there was parts of it that had um, you know, stress regulation or emotional regulations that had all this kind of stuff. And yet the, the one thing that stood out above everything else was optimism and self-belief and, and a, a, a good self-image of yourself. Those are the three things out of 15 separate wow. uh, facets. Those were the things that were sorely lacking in people that left and who were absolutely through the roof for people. So it all started off with the belief that they can do it. That is really interesting. It's really yeah, interesting. Listen, listen. Really interesting because everything else is therefore, once you believe you can do it, everything else is, right, okay, now it's just a question of finding a way. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost being competitive with yourself as well. It, I think well, I, I can do that. Watch me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Uh, I suppose... Uh, Moving on, and probably my final question of mm -hmm. our podcast is why do you think that Skills Alliance is a good place to start your new recruitment journey? So what what do we offer newcomers? Why, why choose us? It's a very good question because there's a lot of recruitment agencies out there and a lot are offering very similar things. Um, I think where we have the edge is that it, it, is, the, it is the mental part to it. Um, Absolutely what we, I would have gone for. Yeah, we, we do, we have all the technical abilities, you know, we have uh, a really robust set of programs all the way through people's careers up to managing director. Um, but, um, but we've also, everybody is bought into making sure that people's head is in the right place. So it's not just coming from me, it's not just coming from Kate, who also works here in L and T, um, but it but it's coming from managers, it's coming from team leaders, it's coming from directors, and so we have again baked into the process, making sure that people's head is in the right place, um, and we offer free meditation to everybody who wants it. <laughs> which which first hand is fantastic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> even if you smack your head on the window because you're so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, well, that brings everything round to a, to a nice close. Uh, thank you so much, Jason. Thank you. Uh, for being a part of this this new new podcast new series. New venture, yes. New venture. I uh, hope everyone's enjoyed listening. And please do join us next time for the next Recruitment 101. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you later.